0: Hey friend, welcome to The Planter Podcast, where we focus on faith, growth, and lifestyle. This is a podcast that propels both men and women to live their God-given purpose, one conversation at a time. I'm your host, Damio Shodi, and I'm so happy that you're here listening to The Planter Podcast. Oh my God, Oshodi, is that you? Ah, everybody, it's me again don't mind me anyways how y'all doing uh happy new year it has been so long i apologize but look y'all the break was needed i hope you guys had an amazing holiday and i hope you know the year is starting out right for you um if you're new to the podcast my name is damia shodi i'm the host of the planter podcast and on this podcast we encourage people to grow in their faith growth and the lifestyle so encouraging people to grow in their personal relationship with god Um, helping you to grow in your personal growth journey and then also providing you the resources and tools to live a better lifestyle so that can be from your physical mental health so self-care entrepreneurship skills um, and then basically just need to knows that I think you as a millennial should know about so thank you so much for tuning in today Um, you know this year or this month I'm gonna say we're doing something called (laughs) y'all already know it new year new me um, but hear me out not in the same kind of sense that oh i'm gonna just everything's gonna change january I'm, I'm gonna be at the top i'm y'all ain't gonna know what i'm gonna do but i'm posting on instagram and blah 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 i ain't talking about all that. what i mean by new year new me um we're gonna go on a self-discovery journey this month and really that's gonna relate for the next couple of months so um for me you know, one thing that I'm starting to incorporate in my life or one phrase that I'm that I am living by is I am my own motivation and I am my own inspiration. And basically meaning that I want to be the person that, you know, I look at myself and I'm like, yo, like you, you you're pretty bomb, Dami. Like, you know how you look at other people and you're like, wow, like, they're so amazing. Um, that's kind of how, or not kind of. That's how I want to, and I'm aiming to look at myself just like that. So, um, through the month of January, I'm going to be putting out content that encourages you and I to kind of grow within ourselves and get to know ourselves a little better, so we're well equipped to accomplish the things that we are called to accomplish this year. And you know, just really form a a good bond with yourself. So you'll be seeing that trend through January and mostly throughout the year as well. So that's what I mean by new year, new me. So on this episode of the podcast, this is the first episode of the year, we're going to be talking about defining your own success. And I have an amazing guest on the show today. Her name is Deborah Johnson. Um, she's the creator of Heart of Worship blog, which encourages believers to grow their relationship with Christ and to pursue healthy relationships and marriage. She is also the creator of Integrity by Design, which is a business slash ministry that encourages Christians to live up to the words that we, leave in, that we read in the Bible and put into action um, what we're reading. So we're basically putting on display our faith privately and publicly. So she creates a lot of t-shirts and different apparel that just encourages us to um, remember, basically, who our faith is in. So I met Deborah about two or three years ago at a conference and Man, I was blown away uh, by her message and it was just encouraging us to grow our relationship with Christ, and letting that be the most important thing rather than us running after relationships. Right. And then through having conversation with her, like I felt that she was just perfect for this topic because she's no stranger to, you know, you think you know what you want and you think you know what success looks like for you based on what others have done and that path just not working out for you and she just gives a lot of insight on how to define your own success what success means to you what does success mean in the eyes of god for your life and then also how to pursue that um you know practical ways on how to pursue exactly what it is that you are wanting to do so i tell you you're gonna be blown away with this topic um And with our conversation, she's just so welcoming. Uh, She has so many words of wisdom and she is a woman on fire for God. So it's going to be so encouraging. So thank you so much for listening to the podcast. You know, I greatly appreciate when you guys continuously tune in and here is the episode. Hey everybody, you're here listening to The Planter Podcast where we speak about faith, growth, and lifestyle. Today we have yet another amazing topic to be discussed. We're going to be talking about defining success for ourselves based on God's standards. And to speak with me on this topic, I have an amazing guest by the name of Deborah Johnson. I'm going to pop
1: it up. Hey everyone. (laughs)
0: Hey Deborah.
1: Hey. <laughs> I'm sorry. You're fine. So I'm spe- I'm not speaking to an audience. I'm just like it's just a one-on-one because I said hey everyone, so I should just say hey you.
0: I mean, because you are speaking to people, because you are going to hear. Okay. It, so it's cool.
1: Right. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> sorry <fun>. about that.
0: <laughs> it's fun. Um, just want to say thank you so much for coming on the show. It is. A
1: pleasure. No problem. You're welcome. It's a pleasure to be on.
0: Thank you, and yeah, like i'm I'm sure we're gonna talk a little bit more about what you do in your ministry because how I found you was through a youth conference that you spoke at um like two years ago, and then, um my friend Jumi, shout out to Jumi. Um she was like, "You need to have her on your podcast. She just has so much wisdom and and reading your blogs for some time, too. so, yeah. I'm excited. I'm excited. Me too. <laughs> so, please tell us uh, who you are and what you do.
1: Okay. Um, I'm Deborah Johnson. Um, I am a wife. I've been married for three and a half years now, to be three and a half in December. Um, I'm a minister at my church and in the kingdom of God at large. Um, I'm a blogger, so I have a blog. I've been blogging since 2015. Um, I currently own a business, which I just started, um, on October 30th, I actually just launched it and it's called Integrity by Design. And I also work in it as an administrative assistant at my church. So those are just some of the main things that I do.
0: Awesome. And you know, I saw the, I saw your website for Integrity by Design. I saw the t-shirts mm-hmm. I was was really nice. Tell us more about that. Cause I know that like a certain proceeds go to, um, mm-hmm. a certain cause, right? So- yes
1: yes integrity by design um first the name like it pretty much means that god has designed us to be men and women of integrity we live in a time where so many people say that they're christians and i believe in god i believe in jesus i've been raised in the church and things like that but you begin to see a fruit or an uprising of people who profess these things with their mouths but their lives don't look like it and it just when you read the scriptures it just that's not how it was intended to be like god said he and He created us to be in His image and in His likeness. So there's no, there should be no such thing as a Christian who says they're a Christian but they don't really live it. They don't look like the Father. They don't even know the word. They don't bear fruit. So the name integrity by design. Like if we say the word something that we have to be in public and in private. So that's at home, at school, at the grocery store. You know, behind closed doors. Like we should live what we say that we believe, and that's the. Um, I guess you would say tagline, live what you believe. If you say that you're a Christian, then live it in every aspect. And um, what Integrity by Design is about is first that, um, the name, the message, getting that out through blogs and eventually testimonies. And also the business aspect of it is um, we sell custom designed Christian apparel and we're going to add other products. And 20% of everything goes towards helping feed orphans around the world. And um, with the products that we sell, the message on it is pretty much to to get people's attention to wake people up like okay if you say that you're christian then live it so you know different things that people can wear um cell phone cases bags things like that that can just it's fashionable it looks nice but it also has a message on it so that's what integrity by design is about
0: all right thank you for sharing that and congratulations for dang just starting that last month
1: awesome. <laughs> thank you that's
0: awesome Actually, you know what I want to ask you a little bit more about your ministry work. Can you talk about that the mm-hmm. uh, different ministry things that you've done?
1: okay, um so well, my husband and I are both ministers, and with me, um I guess you would say I'm more called to women um but in general, one of the things that God has placed on my heart is worship, like a lifestyle of worship. and the name of my of my blog is a heart of worship and um that's really what God has called us to like Romans twelve one and two says, Present your body as a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable unto God. Um, and this is your. It goes on to say, this is your reasonable act of worship. Like worship is a lifestyle. It's not just going to church, lifting your hands, singing a song, or you know, I sing in the choir or whatever. That's not really. That's a form. That's a type of worship. But the worship that God talks about, that He wants, is a life surrendered to Him. Is a life that says, God, I give you everything. You know, if you, if I desire to go to the left, but you lead me to go to the right, then I'm going to go to the right because I worship you. I don't do what I want. And you're my Lord and Lord means ruler. So because I surrendered my life, whatever my Lord tells me to do, that's what I'm going to do because I love him and I live a lifestyle of worship. So through the blog, I just post um, different things that the Lord places on my heart. Um, and all of it is really about, you know, living a lifestyle of, of worship, just to encourage people to really surrender to God. Because, you know, in the times that we're in, Things are getting so much more wicked and there's so many things pulling us left and right and you should look like this, you should sound like this and do this career, do that, and this is what's gonna make you, you know, popular or blow up. But it's like, no, what what is God telling you to do? What has God told you to do? You know, are you living a life that lines up with the word of God? You know, and um I also talk a lot about relationships as the Lord leads because we know that's one of the big topics, not just in the church, but in the world, period. Like everyone wants to be in a relationship, a lot of Christians want to be married. And just understanding that God has a standard for for relationships, a standard for how we do it, and a purpose even for when he brings two people together in marriage. And understanding that dating casually, like just one relationship to the next, that's not really God's desire for us or design. We weren't made to be like a faucet, turn on, turn off, turn on, turn off. That wasn't God's intention for us. He intended, <clears throat> excuse me, that when we get married, that, you know, when we find the person that he has for us, that we stay with that person, you know, not jumping from multiple relationships. And as kingdom people, when he establishes a marriage in the kingdom, it's for a purpose so that people can see him, so that we can be a reflection of Christ in the church before the world. And we live in a time where marriage is being attacked greatly. We have, you know, gay marriage being legalized and people want to be everything except what they were born to be. And, you know, a lot of people are saying, what's the point of marriage? It's just, just a sheet of paper. And I believe now is the time where God is raising and establishing kingdom couples, not so they can look like, you know, Beyonce and Jay-Z and look popular and, oh, we got a house, we got this. It's not about that. It's about your lifestyle. It's about your character. When people see you, does it make them want to draw closer to God? Does it make them want to ask, who do you serve? You know, who is this guy that you serve? So um, that's just some of the things that I do um, ministry-wise. And at my church, I do a few things. I help out um, in the media ministry. Um, I assist with the women's ministry. And like I said, I, um, I'm i currently the administrative assistant. So those are just some of the things that I do as far as ministry.
0: And I know for me, particularly with your blog, your blog has been uh, very insightful, especially when it comes to relationship things. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, no, it's been really helpful. So girl, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm here for it, I'm here for it. <laughs> but that's even mm-hmm. a perfect segue um everything that you just said uh, into the next question i have for you that what mm-hmm. are the different narratives that society kind of tells us that are mm-hmm. success that society and culture um yeah. i know you're not you're you live in america but you're nigerian too so
1: mm-hmm. you know. yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah so, so yeah. we can definitely relate with
1: mm-hmm. um the nigerian side mm-hmm. um so society and culture like in in my opinion i really think their definition of success points to one thing, and that's money. Whether that's through a career, um, you know, just a a way to get money, of course, legally, but just being successful in, in the means of having a lot of money so you can purchase whatever you want, you know, get this awesome education, make sure you get your degree, get a great career, and just live this American dream. And that's what I think a lot of people think success is, just obtaining this American dream. I know one thing, like, man as human beings we like to be comfortable yeah. we like to not be in need we like to have everything we want within arm's reach we like to be able to get what we want with our own money with our own means on our own and that reminds me of the scripture that says um it talks about the pride of the flesh the um the lust the lust of the eyes of the eyes the lust of the flesh and the pride of life mm-hmm. like we want what we see you know we want to have all these things to make us feel like we're somebody in life and we just want to, like, be comfortable. That's – I think that's just in our human nature,
0: you know. True, 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 true. Yeah. Yeah, I don't even know the origins of that, actually. I'm like, yeah. I wonder if you know. But, yeah, I know, the like, the American dream is, like, the thing in this country yeah. that everybody mm-hmm. comes to have, you know, two kids or 2.5 kids, um, mm-hmm. a white picket fence in a house, mm-hmm. but that not necessarily means success right you know and yeah. you know some people would be like um what in my case or people who are in science majors or whatnot like let's say you're not getting into medical school they'll say mm-hmm. well just go do nursing right yeah but it's yeah. like but i don't, I don't want to do nursing though <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> like i've had that advice like oh just, mm-hmm. just go do nursing but the thing is yeah i'm starting to get to a point where i realize that you can get do things to just get money but mm-hmm. you're kind of walking out of purpose so you're yeah. wasting time. Mm-hmm. You're wasting time. And it's true. Like, I mean, we can't, I'm not going to blame people and be like, oh, like, you just want to be comfortable with this and that. Like, why would you not want to be? You know what I'm saying? Right, like, right. If you have bills mm-hmm. to pay or if you have mm-hmm. kids, like, mm-hmm. duh, you, you, you want to put food on the table. You want to provide for yourself and for your family. Yeah. But one thing that I'm noticing is that a life that is success, and I know we're going to talk more about that, is stepping mm-hmm. out on faith and walking in purpose. Yeah. Like point blank, period. Yes. Yeah. You know, and it's hard. That's why a mm-hmm. lot of people don't do it. That's why we try to go to the to the most comfortable, the next best thing that we know. Mm-hmm. That's why everybody, you know, in Nigerian culture, everybody wants you to be a lawyer or a doctor, an engineer yeah. or a nurse. And if you're none of those things, then you didn't do anything. Yeah. <laughs> you didn't, you didn't Very do much. True. Or, mm-hmm. you know, one idea that's present is, okay, do those jobs and then down in the future, you do what you like.
1: Mm-hmm. And,
0: you know, I thought about that. Yeah, more recently because I'm about to graduate, right? And mm-hmm. it's just like, but, you're wasting time. Yeah. You're wasting time because it's just like maybe God wants you to go in this certain area. But, yeah. you know, we're trying to be comfortable. Mm-hmm. So we're going to talk more Very about sure. that. Like mm-hmm. what success really does look like. And maybe even what it feels like too. Mm. Because the thing is, I don't think being comfortable is the, is you know, it's the feeling of success
1: yeah
0: all the time oh yeah Mm
1: -hmm.
0: so Mm. how do we define our own idea of success especially for believers like how do we know what success really is despite what society and culture tell us Mm
1: -hmm. yeah um well the first scripture that comes to mind is the scripture where god says um what jesus says well done my good and faithful servant enter into the rest of the, of your Lord. And, um, like number one, we're servants of God. Once you come into Christ, you become a servant. It doesn't matter if you have a title or not. It doesn't matter if you are recognized. you are a servant. So you serve God. Like you have a master, you have a ruler and your job is to do whatever he tells you to do. And when you think of like, let's say you're an employee and you have an employer over you, which is all of us in order to be successful in that job, you have to do what's required of you in that job. You have to do what your boss tells you to do. You have to meet the guidelines. So once we come into Christ life, you've enlisted into something that you say you're going to commit to. And you become an employer, I mean, an employee, and your employer is Jesus Christ. And if he tells you to do ABCD, in order to be successful, you have to do what he tells you to do. So as believers, success comes from being obedient to the word of God. And that's our first like set of instructions. First off, when we first get saved is the physical Bible, the word of God. Um, so it comes from being being obedient to the word of God, serving him wholeheartedly and doing whatever it is he tells you to do. For each of us, that's going to look different. Like he may tell you, OK, you know, go to school to be this or do that or, you know, serve in this aspect of ministry. Like whatever he tells you to do and you do it, that's success for you. Like so for the believer, success is complete obedience to God. Even if that, you know, and I, don't, I know we're going to talk about it later, but even if that, you know, is opposite to what you plan for your for your own life. Success is being obedient to what God has told you to do.
0: Yeah. Um, What was I going to say? Oh, so how do we kind of know what God is trying to say to us? Like, Mm -hmm. how do we develop ourselves to be able to hear that? Because the thing is, sometimes it's not, not sometimes, it's mad hard. Because Mm -hmm. sometimes you're like, is God telling me to do this? I'm not sure. How do we Mm -hmm. distinct that this is something that God is telling us to do? Mm -hmm.
1: Yeah, well, in anything, um, as far as knowing when God is speaking, that comes through relationship. um, And that's developed over time. Like, for example, if your mother were to call you right now, and if several other women were to call you, you would be able to distinguish which one was your mother's voice because you spent time with her she's your mother, you know, she raised you, you guys have a relationship. So you can tell which one is her voice. You can tell which one is your auntie's voice, which one is a sister's voice. You can, you know, their voices. And it's the same thing with God. When you've spent time with him in the word and in his presence and worship, you know, his voice. And the thing is like, God, he trains us just like, you know, at a, at a job or at school, like we get trained. So he can, he, he uses different situations to train us to know when it's him and when it's not. And it's kind of like, okay, let's say, you know, today God is leading you to, um, and this is just a um, hypothetically speaking, like, okay, go to the grocery store after school. And you're like, but I don't, you know, I was planning to go to the grocery store tomorrow, but you decide, okay, let me go. And then when you go, it's like, you find exactly what you need or you find, you meet somebody there and like. Every, the purpose for you going there, like, you know that God told you to go because certain things happened that you needed or certain things happened that, you know, just kind of opened your eyes to something like that, things like that. Like that's a way for God to kind of teach you that, okay, see, I led you to go there today. So he'll use, and that's just a minor, you know, example, but he'll use different situations to kind of train you in his voice. And over time, like you will just know, okay, God is leading me. Like some of the ways that he'll do it is he'll begin to close certain doors. Like, yeah. If God is telling you, go to school for this, but you're like, no, i want to go to school for that. He might begin to close every single door. Like you'll be trying to knock those doors down, trying to bulldo. <laughs> and God is like, no, it's not going to work because that's not what I want for you. So there's different right. ways that he'll kind of show you and tell you that this is not him. Sometimes you'll have people come to you. And these are people that if they're going to give you spiritual advice, that are actually walking with God for real. These aren't like people who just saw you or oh, do this because it's going to make money. He'll lead people to come to you. He'll use different situations to kind of like confirm his word to show you, okay, I'm trying to get your attention about this. And this is what I want you to do. So it's over time that you learn and God, it. He He's so loving and so gracious that he's not just going to throw you out there. Like you just got saved today. And he's like, okay, go. And it's like, you haven't even learned the ABCs of his voice. He's not going to do that. So over time, like he's so kind that he'll like, you know, baby steps. So even if like God is leading you to do something, but you're not completely sure, He's not mad at you if you say, okay, God, show me. I need confirmation. Like Gideon, he asked for multiple <laughs> confirmation. Even after God showed him, he still asked for confirmation. Like, So he's not mad, if you, mad at you if you're saying, okay, Lord, you know, I, I need confirmation. I need you, to, need you to show me. But if you're asking for confirmation, have a heart that's open. And the thing is, one of the ways to make sure that you receive is to let go of what you do want. So let's say God is telling you, go to school to be a lawyer. This is an example. But you really want to go to school for nursing. And you're, you know, seeking God for confirmation. If you're holding on so tightly to going to school for nursing, your heart is not open to receive. And that's the thing about our heart. It's so wicked and deceitful. Your heart can convince you that, no, that's the devil or that's just a random thought. So you have to, like, release that desire to go to nursing school and say, okay, God, whatever you want me to do, I'm open to it. Mm -hmm. So you have to have an open heart to receive what God wants. Yeah.
0: Like, I asked that question because throughout I guess a lot of the guests that I've invited, they all say the same thing. And it starts mm-hmm. with a relationship because mm-hmm. a lot of people just feel like, I was actually talking to a friend yesterday and she was kind of imitating how God would sound like a thunderous voice coming down, like, an I say, and I'm just like, girl, <laughs> I don't think that's, I don't think yeah. that's the, you know, the way, but mm-hmm. it's through relationship. Cause I yeah. know for me, like, this is a very interesting time in my life that i really don't know what's going on and Mm -hmm. i'm really having to walk this faith thing out Mm -hmm. like what i'm reading is now coming to life in Mm -hmm. my life and you know i'm really having to rely on the words that the lord says like i read psalm 34 almost every day because it talks Mm -hmm. about you know that those who love the lord will lack no good thing all those type of verses because the thing is when you Walk out on faith, and you're trying to do something that um, you believe that God is telling you to do. Like it can be very mm-hmm. challenging. Like yeah, like,
1: it and, is. And it's yeah. very. Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. And usually, when God is telling you to do something, it's out of your comfort zone completely. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, out of your comfort zone. Oh yeah. And that's an indicator <laughs> that you know that that was God because, it's like, oh, I would yeah. never say that. <laughs> mm-hmm. Like me, not like this podcast, for example, girl, never. I was just been fine in my room blogging, you know what I'm saying, like behind mm-hmm. the screen. But you know, felt that tug in my heart, and I was like, "It's not me," because Lord knows I'm not the type who likes to, yeah, vo- like be vocal and stuff. So mm-hmm. you know, that's usually yeah. an indicator. And I like how you illustrated that those examples of like um, gr- a growing relationship is going to be mm-hmm. able to let you hear from God a lot more clearer and releasing. Mm -hmm. yeah yes
1: that's very important
0: very Mm -hmm. important and that is a lesson that I am learning currently (laughs) (laughs) I am learning that currently so yeah I can attest to that for sure Mm -hmm. so how do we stay confident that we will have success even in our if our current situation is not lining up with our expectations so if you know God sent you out to do something and Mm -hmm. it's like Life is just not looking right. Like your numbers, your your money's not looking right. Your situation's Mm -hmm. not looking right. How can we stay confident that we're still going to be successful? Mm
1: -hmm. Yeah. Well, one of the ways is just look at the God that that you serve. And I know that may sound cliche, but like there's a difference between reading the word, like you said, and having faith in the word, like living it out. Like you just mentioned, like it's coming to life. And I think a lot of believers, like we read it. Oh, yeah, God is faithful and everything he say he going to do. And but it's another thing to actually believe it. And when he puts you in those real life situations to believe it. So the God that you serve, his word does not return void. Isaiah 55, 11, his word does not return void. Whatever he says it's going to come to pass. So like and I've had to remind myself of, of that like a lot in my journey. Like, Lord, number one, you love me. Number two, because you love me, you're not going to put me in a situation that's going to make me look like, even though right now I may look crazy, but in the end, it's going to lead to whatever you say it's going to lead to. So you're not like, because sometimes we step out on faith and it looks crazy. We think, man, God, like, did you forget about me? Is this punishment? Like, what are you doing? Like, it don't make no sense. Do you know what you're doing with my life? Unsettled and unestablished. And God is like, I got you. Like, you have to know the God that you serve. For example, Jeremiah 29, 11 um, For I know the thoughts that I have for you, thoughts of good and not of evil, to give you a future and a hope. And um, one of the versions says to give you an expected end, an expected end. So he knows the end that he's going to give you. It's not going to be like you're going to be looking crazy and, you know, oh, he told you to do this and you did it. And it resulted in something completely opposite. Because sometimes that's what we think, especially when you're in the midst of walking out faith. We think, okay, Lord, I feel like if I do this. My life is just going to be shattered, and you're just going to leave me stranded. And because I've had those thoughts, and God is like, no, I got you. And little by little, as you walk out in faith, you begin to see why God told you to, God told you to do this. You begin to see like His promises coming coming to pass, and you begin to see certain things that He's spoken to you manifest before you, and you're like, now it makes sense. It's like puzzle pieces. As you step out, that's a new puzzle piece. As you do A, B, C, and D, that's a new puzzle piece, and it begins to come together to make a picture. Because at first, you didn't see what he was doing. But the more you step out and you obey, he begins to paint the picture for you and to make it clear. And then as you begin to see that, it gives you even more confidence to keep stepping out. And I can say this because I've been in it and I'm in it. Like right. from like 2010 on, God was telling me to do certain things and he was closing a lot of doors. And I was like, Lord, this is looking crazy and crying. And because it comes with, because we think, oh, when you obey God, it's just going to be easy. And No, honey. Nope. There are some days you're going to be crying. You're not yeah. going to understand. Family and friends aren't going to understand. You're going to be pressured to do A, B, C, D. But you have to keep your eyes on the Lord. You have to have tunnel vision. Like, God, this person is telling me to do this. That person is saying this. But you have told me something else in my spirit. And I know for me to not at least even say, okay, God, confirm. For me to not even consider it is complete disobedience. So it really comes with knowing the God that you serve. He is such a loving father. He will never put you in a situation that's going to be for your demise. Mm. Never. Mm -hmm. He will never tell you something that's going to lead to your destruction. Never. Even if it looks crazy. Even if it requires you taking less pay or taking a job that makes way less than what you thought and you live in a place that you don't want to live. He's going to lead you to an expected end because he is a faithful God and his word always
0: comes to pass. Amen. Oh, I know my friend heard that. <laughs> my friend told me, Danica, where you at, girl? I know you heard that. <laughs> because, um, well, what you just said, uh, even if you go to a place that you don't like, like, for example, my friend was making a certain amount of money um, mm-hmm. all last year, right? Mm-hmm. Funny enough, she didn't have a job at first. And then this job just called her. We want to interview her, which she didn't apply for, mind you. So she gets the job. And she's mm-hmm. like, you know, it's a great job. I know God put me here, but I feel like there's something else that I need to do. So, mm-hmm. you know, uh, living situations were about to change. She had to move again. She's like, I'm not really sure where I'm going to live. You know, this and other. I'm not sure if I want to keep this job. I don't know where this mm-hmm. opportunity in Boston comes up. Mm-hmm. So, Homegirl's like, I don't know if I should go to Boston. I think it's a good opportunity, blah, blah, blah. We prayed about it. And it was confirmed that, um, yeah, she needs to go to Boston. Mm-hmm. Mind you, she's taking like a pay cut, like a complete pay cut. Yeah. And it has to mm-hmm. work even harder than she did mm-hmm. here and there. But she knows mm-hmm. that, um, yeah, she has to keep pushing through and that yeah. God is gonna reward her because she's learning the skills. But oh, yeah. at first it makes her look crazy. Like she be like telling me all the time, Dami, it's cold, we're from Florida. <laughs> like she moved all the way to Boston, it's like 20 degrees okay. or something. So she was just like, I don't really like this place. <laughs> 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 but uh yeah no mm-hmm. god called me to be here so yeah. I'm, I'm here for it so mm-hmm. for sure and, and i
1: also want to add um mm-hmm. if you don't mind like
0: Go
1: god also like the path the journey that he takes you on is to also build your character yes because sometimes god gives us a word and we expect this to happen right away but he usually takes us the long way yes and like um he did with the children of israel he does that to test our hearts mm. he has to show you that in your heart is fear and your heart is unbelief and your heart is selfishness and your heart is pride, lust. Wow. He, he takes you the long way to expose what's in your heart and to deliver you in that wilderness process It's the wilderness. He takes you there to deliver you and to build up your faith and to make you spiritually mature. Yes. So we always have to go through a humbling process before God exalts us. So he gives the word and it's like a seed that goes into the ground. And my pastor preached this like years ago, the word that he gives you is like a seed. It goes into the ground. But when you think about a seed, it has so much power and potential in it but in order for what's in it to come out it has to go into a dark place it has to go down into the ground and it has to go into a dark place and while it's there in the dark place up a, up top it doesn't look like anything is happening but below that seed is beginning to open up and eventually it's going to shoot up and even as it comes up at first and it's going to be like a little leaf or whatever. It's going to look like, oh, that's not nothing. You know, it's not going to produce much, but it grows. And then what? It, the the greatness that was really in it begins to come out little by little. And that's what God does in us. He gives us a word. He plants us in a dark place, a place that seems like, God, I don't know what you're doing. It looks completely dark. It just looks like you just left me here. But he's opening you up. He's breaking you out of your comfort zone. He's expanding you past the places that you thought you can go. And then he's eventually going to shoot you up and he's going to take you through the process of growing and maturing. And when that plant comes out of the ground, it rains, the sun beats on it, the wind blows. But guess what? It has to stay rooted where it has been planted so that what's in it can fully grow and mature. And that's what God does. So wherever God puts puts you, wherever he plants you, in every area of your life, you have to stay there. You have to be obedient and stay rooted. Whether it's a church or a school, you have to stay rooted so that you can mature and grow into everything that he has put inside of you.
0: Yes. Man, I wish I had known that like two years ago. <laughs> you know, because <laughs> I felt like God had shown me something and I thought that it was supposed to come into fruition at that time. See, I didn't mm. understand yeah. that. Things, you know, God can show you something, but that doesn't mean it's like a right now thing. Yeah. Like what you're seeing could be years from now or months Mm -hmm. or, you know. So I took it upon my own self to try and make this thing work, but it didn't Mm -hmm. work. And, you know, you suffer the consequences of your actions. But, Mm -hmm. you know, I learned that, yeah, just because, you know, maybe God gives you a dream or a Mm -hmm. vision or you get confirmation about something doesn't necessarily mean that it's a right now word. Yeah, and preparation, man. I think that is the word for me, and I think the body of Christ in 2017, mm-hmm. we mm-hmm. need to prepare for uh, what it is that God has shown us that we're gonna get. You know, because yeah. we're in a day and age right now, where everybody wants to be an entrepreneur. I don't own my own business. Another, but it's like, girl, like you ain't you haven't gone through anything yet. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you haven't <laughs> developed your skills yet because mm-hmm. you know one thing I keep hearing is, what if okay you get the call that you've been wanting or the opportunity would you be prepared enough to even handle Mm -hmm. it like um Mm -hmm. one i listened to side hustle pro a lot and i forgot who was on it but they were like okay so you want to open a business great but do you know how to do the taxes do you know how to send an invoice do you know how to give people like ti 98 or something like that like do you know Mm -hmm. how to do all those things Mm -hmm. but you want to but you want to have a big opportunity it's like no like Mm -hmm. preparation and I and I love what you said that he'll expose like the things of your heart Mm because for me man faith has been something that I've had to really grow in and I'm still growing Mm -hmm. but from who I was like two years ago three years ago to who I am now and how much I guess uh faith I've had to put in into God and his word is grown Mm -hmm. but if I hadn't gone through this process yeah I wouldn't have seen it not saying I would like to go through it again <laughs> <laughs> I ain't saying all that, but mm-hmm. you know, I have. Yeah, he's exposed so much about my own heart. It's unbelievable. Mm-hmm. It's like, dang, like, girl, yeah, you, you, are something else. <laughs>
1: mm-hmm.
0: And then when you get blessed, you're like, wow, God, you really like me like that. Yeah. Like,
1: ooh. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yep. That's how it is. That's mm-hmm. how it is.
0: So yeah, mm-hmm. he's so patient. He's so mm-hmm. patient and takes his time, and yeah, God is good, mm-hmm. yeah. like, <laughs> mm-hmm. for real, and even though we say, God is good, where does it go, um, all the time, all the time, God is good, no, like, mm-hmm. for real, no, he's good, no,
1: yeah, he's for real, for real good, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah,
0: so you were speaking about, um, I guess, like, what people would say about you, the expectations of people, mm-hmm. so how do we find the courage to let go of those expectations of our parents, and our community, and just really stand firm? In what
1: we yeah. believe that God said we're going mm-hmm. to do. Yeah. Um, well, and I can say this because I've been there, like I said, and this is a topic that I've lived and I'm living. So um, courage comes from God. Courage comes from God. And everything, most of the stuff that I'm going to say is going to lead back to God because like he will literally give you the supernatural courage and the boldness for every single incident and every single situation. So courage comes from the Lord. And um, when you're sure that God is leading you to do something or he's told you to do something, and you're determined to obey God, that's the thing, you have to be determined to obey. Sometimes God will tell us something, we're like, nah, (laughs) I'm not doing that. But if you're determined to obey him, he will give you the courage that you need to carry it out. He knows how your parents are going to react. He knows how your family's going to react. He knows how your friends, the community, he knows how they're going to react. So he knows the different incidents that you're going to face with them. Sometimes you have to sit down with your parents and tell them, you know, A, B, C, D. They might confront you. You'd be like, this is what God said. Like, he knows, like, he will literally prepare you day by day. Like, um, he will give you your daily bread, your daily manna. Just like with the Israelites, when they were in the wilderness, like, God gave them food to eat every single day. Their The word says that their shoes never, like, got torn up, their clothes, like, it was as if, you know, they they were provided for. Even though they were in a place that seemed dead, they were provided for. So, when it, as it comes to courage and boldness and things like that, like, though you may be in the valley of the shadow of death, because sometimes that's how it feels, like, like, everybody is opposed to what you're doing. Like, sometimes it will feel like that God will literally give you what to say and what to do in every situation. He will give you the strength to do it. He will dry your tears when you cry. Like, He'll give you the courage. So it's a matter of staying close to God. Like there are times for me, like I'll get up in the morning and God will tell me, read this passage or he'll unction me to read a certain passage or even to listen to a certain sermon. And that's what I needed for that day. That's what I needed for that week or that month just to make it through. You know, sometimes you got to take it day by day. Sometimes you got to take it week by week and just like press into God to give you what you need for that moment. We can't rely on, oh, I spent three hours with God a month ago no you're going through new things today so you have to stay close to god day by day literally and um there's a there's a saying that says god will never lead you where he can't keep you so if god leads you to do it he knows how people are gonna react and he can keep you in that place so that courage that you need that boldness to stand and everything like that and to just like not move regardless of what people say that's literally gonna come from spending time um with god
0: yes and Taking it day by day is something that I'm becoming more accustomed to because, you know, sometimes Mm -hmm. you're like, oh, my gosh, like I need to look three months from now and six Mm -hmm. months from now, two years from now, five year plans, 10 year plans. Like what? Mm -hmm. All that stuff. But look, for me, every day, like I'm trying to get into the habit of just spending time with the Lord, especially early in the morning. I actually had a podcast Mm -hmm. about this about how to reduce your stress. And I think for mm. me, one of the main things has been just spending time with God in the morning mm. and yeah. really just asking him, like, so what do you want for me today? Can we talk mm-hmm. about today? Because even Jesus yeah. is like, don't worry about tomorrow. Tomorrow <laughs> has a, like tomorrow can worry about itself. Today has its own problems. Like, mm-hmm. you know, so I'm just like, look, what do you want for me today? What is the tone yeah. for today? Where Who do you want me to speak to today? Mm-hmm. And, you know, I may have other plans, and it's funny, like, on Monday, I think, or Tuesday of this week, um, I had plans to, you know, work on the platform, but I saw one of my friends and, you know, she just needed somebody to speak to, which for mm-hmm. me it was like, dang, this is derailing me, like, I need to, yeah. I need to, you know, I got stuff to do, but, mm-hmm. you know, the spirit was just like, look, like, just chill. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you are gonna get it done, like, just chill. Mm-hmm. But I needed to speak to her, because she needed yeah. to have life spoken into her you know mm-hmm. so I think it's just a I like that a day by day thing and I like what you yeah. said being determined to obey god because you have to be oh yeah Woo, despite what people yeah. are saying like you have mm-hmm. to be determined I, and also like because you do um what is it called missionary work right
1: or you? No, not quite. Not, we, okay. uh, my husband and I, like we inv- we evangelize, and mm-hmm. that's been part of our church to so just evangelize. We do it the first and second Saturdays, and sometimes we'll be asked to come and you know speak at a certain place or to minister at certain places. Oh, okay. So I guess if you consider that missionary.
0: <laughs> oh, okay. I'm sure it still is. Did you mm-hmm. get um, like resistance against that from people in the community? Maybe they thought you would be something else, and you're like, no. Oh, me. yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: Oh, yeah. Everything that I stated that I do, like literally God shut down my plans because just a little um snippet about my testimony where I came from. After high school, I was going to go to school for nursing. I wasn't even completely sure what I wanted to do. First off, I knew I felt like it was something in the medical field. But um, some my parents were like, you know, just do nursing. You know, my mom is a nurse, so I was going to do nursing. Went to um, a certain school, got my AA, was transitioning to university, and God was shutting those doors, literally. Closing, when I say I applied to several schools, even after one school I got into, but a week before classes started, they said, oh, your GPA dropped by like 0.001, because I was taking summer classes. So my GPA dropped by 0.001, and there were people on the waiting list. So they put somebody else on the waiting list before me, they got my transcripts late, so... That's where it resulted in them getting back to me the week before classes started, after I got my dorm, student loan, schedule, everything. My uniform, my nursing uniform, everything shut down. And it was a whole, that's when God began to teach me about worship. Like literally, will you worship me? Will you still say yes? (laughs) Will you still say yes? (laughs) Will you still trust me, even though things are looking crazy, and I'm thinking,
0: oh
1: my gosh, gosh, this like it took me a while first off to like I was knocked out off my feet. First off, it yeah. took me a while to like get my balance, mm-hmm. girl. Tears, and then I'm like, okay, Lord, well, maybe next year, you know, apply. And the lady at my counselor, she was like, you know, just take other classes, bring your GPA back up, apply next year, stay at the school. I did that, girl. Shut door closed.
0: Dang.
1: Next year, another school door. I mean, the door just kept closed. It took me minutes to just get it. Yeah. And, it's because, and that part where I said, you have to be determined and you have to know what God is saying like, and you have to let go of your will. I was so determined to do this nursing thing. Like, This is what God wants me to do. I'm going to do it. And my fist was like so, I held down so tightly to it and God was like if you would just first off consult me because I was so scared to ask God God, is this what you want? Because I'm like Mm-mm. my plan, no, I need to get this nursing degree, go to school, um, go be a nurse, go back and um become a nurse practitioner and Get married at a certain time and do this, do that, have kids, da, da, da. and God was like, if you would just release, <laughs> release that and just consult me. Sometimes God is like He's trying to get our attention, but we're just like, nah, that ain't God, nah, nah, nah. Like God's not saying that, but if He would just pause, humble ourselves, and just say, God, are you really trying to close this door? And God, and after a while, I think it was like maybe one and a half to two years, God, I find I finally went to God and he told me this is not what I want you to do and he confirmed it this is not what I want and everything I'm doing now that I listed nowhere did I see myself doing that nowhere I didn't even see myself getting married at the time that I got married or with the man that I got married to and even at the time that he came and we got engaged like that was not in my plans at all my plans I was supposed to be a nurse practitioner by now
0: true
1: my plans but God was Mm -hmm. like no and everything he has me doing now, like, and what I said about the puzzle pieces, it makes sense now. It's like, wow, like yeah. I see certain things that he's putting me, things that I even had as a child, like these gifts and abilities. Like it's he's using it now here, and it just makes sense. Like, oh God, I get it now. Like that's why you have me doing this because I'm naturally good at doing A B C D, and it just makes sense. And even like the people that he has me around. You know everything that God does is for purpose. The people, the community that you're around, like everything is for purpose. So the um, and you said in the beginning, like the the career and everything, like it's for purpose. It's not just about making money and meeting your goals, and it's for purpose. We have to get to a place where our goals becomes God goals, God's goals for us. And God's goals for me was for me to get here. I never saw myself writing a blog. I never saw myself starting a business. Like what what business? Where? Never saw myself, you know, being in, involved in ministry as I am. Like never saw myself doing these things, but this is what God placed in me. This is what he called me for before I was in my mother's womb. And when, when we're in our mother's womb and we're born, like there's already a war for our souls. The enemy got plans for us and God has plans. And we have to get to the place, um, by the grace of God, he will begin to show you, this is what I have for you. Because had I done what I wanted to do, girl, I would have been religious, going to church, I love Jesus, probably not living it. Married to God knows who, probably depressed, sad, because some people, they, they're doing those things, but they're not fulfilled. They know that there's no purpose there. They feel empty. They feel a void because they're not where God wants them to be. And like you said, they end up wasting time because they don't want to obey God in their 20s. You know, and thankfully, God, he's able to work all things out for our good. But when you hear, the Bible says, harden not your heart when you hear the word of the Lord, like this is a day for salvation. And it's not about just being saved is step one but after you get saved there's still another yes every stage there's a new yes so some of us we said yes to a certain point but after some point we were like no i'm saying no and then we find ourselves going back we find ourselves like not we can just tell like we're not where god wants us to be so with every level you have to be ready to say yes and when i said yes the girl came with tears it came with me not understanding it came with god he has to tear down my he had to tear down my old plans like he had to tear it out of my heart Everything he had to help me to get to the place where I accepted the fact that it was gone. I accepted the fact that I'm not going back to nursing, I'm not even going back to the medical field. I had to, mm. it took me a while to accept that to accept that yeah. I'm not gonna live up to my parents' expectations in this area. Mm. It took me a while to deny myself and to, and to accept it. And then once I fully accepted it, then that's when he began to tell me to do a blog. True. And then he began to, after a while, he began to put on my heart, start this business. Even now, I'm still like, Lord, it don't look like such and such, but he told me do it. You know, like, yeah. once you fully let go of your plans, that's when he can begin to show you his. Because he doesn't want anything to fight his will. He doesn't want anything in opposition. Either you're going to say yes, or you're going to do your own thing.
0: Right, right, so. right. Wow. That, I love that. And I'm sure you spoke to just so many people. You spoke to me, and you spoke to some people. And you're going to help people prevent mistakes in the future, for sure. Yeah. Just Mm -hmm. saying, and it's like
1: trial and error learning it it doesn't happen over time you learn this as you're growing god
0: yeah yeah definitely um spiritual maturity because like i said i'm just arriving to that place now like Mm -hmm. i'm just arriving to that place of um kind of that letting go and just like okay god like whatever it is that you want to do in my life like mm-hmm. go ahead and do it. And honestly, it's through like testimonies like this that mm-hmm. help me like know I'm in the right place mm-hmm. and know that what I'm going through is normal in a way.
1: That mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> this purging process, yeah. if you will, yeah, this yeah. Thing, like it's normal. So for anybody who's mm-hmm. listening, like it's okay. Yeah. If you are going through that right now and things are looking crazy and I'm speaking to myself too, like, it's okay. Like, Mm -hmm. my friend was sharing her testimony a couple of weeks ago to me, and it was just such an encouragement to me. I feel like it broke so many chains off of me, because Mm for me, I was just really anxious, and I'm not an anxious person, but this year, I developed, like, anxiety, because I don't Mm -hmm. know what's happening next, Yeah, you know? And it's like, oh, well, you know, people are asking you, well, what do you want to do, and uh, what's coming up next? And it's like, I don't know! I don't know. Like, (laughs) Mm -hmm. hop off my back, I don't know. (laughs) Yeah. But... Her testimony really just set me, like, all the way free. So, um, you know, and then, like, what you're saying, too, is just, it's, it's, like, continuous confirmation and continuous reminder that, yo, God is still good. Yeah. I think that's the bottom line of all of this, that no matter what, like, she's like, even if it looks like a like you lost, you're still winning. Yeah. Even if it looks like you lost, you're still going to mm-hmm. win. For those who love the Lord, like, you're still going to win.
1: Yeah. So. I'm loving this. Amen. <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: So the last Amen. thing that I want to ask you is, how do we say goodbye to the timelines that we set for ourselves and really understand that everything happens in God's timing?
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a good question. Um, I actually wrote a blog post on that. It's called When God Interrupts Your Plans. Um, cause that's really what it is. You're, you had a certain timeline and God was, was like, no, that's not what I want. So he pretty much interrupted it. And, um, there's a couple ways to like, a couple things that can help you, but it really comes with understanding one, understanding that God loves you. Like I said earlier, and everything God does is based on his love for you. So like, if God is, you know, putting a stop to your plans right now, know that it's because of his love for you. He sees what's down the road. And he sees what he um, called you to do is greater than what you may want to do. And um, understanding that where he has you now or where he's leading you, um, contrary to where you want to go, is what he wants you to do. Like That's where he wants you. And wherever he wants you, that's where he's going to provide. That's where he's going to sustain you. That's where you're going to have peace. That's where you're going to have joy. And. Um, Being willing to give it up, like I said earlier, like you have to be willing to give it up and to not force things to happen. If God is beginning to shift you off of your timeline, like you have to be willing to let go. Saying, Lord, not my will, but not not my will, but yours be done. Because if you have a mindset that's just like so like ready to get it done and just like you're you're determined to do it in spite of what you sense God is doing, it's going to be much more difficult and it's going to be a lot more heartache. Like it's going to be it's like you're building up this wall and the more God has to tear down, the more it's going to be painful. So don't force your will, like be willing to say, okay, God, I'm open. And that's, I think I said it earlier, like be open to what God may want to do. And um, ask God for peace and assurance with where he's taking you. Because when God begins to interrupt your your plans and your timeline, at first they don't, at first it's not peaceful. Like let's be honest. Because your will is fighting against his, the the flesh is warring against the spirit. At first, it is not peaceful whatsoever. So you have to ask God for peace and assurance. Like, Lord, if this is what you're doing, give me confirmation. Like, Gideon, like, I need to know that this is what you're telling me. I need peace with it. Even though my flesh may not be at peace with it, I need my spirit to be at peace with this. And as you spend time with God, time in the presence, time in the word, like, he's going to give you that assurance. And even like you said through people's testimonies and things like that, he's going to give you that assurance. And just obey whatever he tells you to do. Like if at the moment he's telling you, okay, quit this job, obey. If at this moment he's telling you help out in this area in ministry, like obey him. And it's in that obedience that things begin to like fall into place and things begin to make sense. And you begin to, cause the thing is the sooner you obey God, the better. I'm telling you, the sooner you obey God, the better. Because like I said, that heartache of fighting against God's will and God does things in seasons. God, he's a, he's a, Um, God that operates not according to our time, but his time. So everything is done in a certain time. And when you do step A, it's supposed to lead to step B. But because you delayed in doing step A, step B is going to be delayed. So sometimes our disobedience and our unwillingness to just like let things go, it results in delays. But God is so loving and he's so sovereign that all things work together for the good of those who love him and are called according to his purpose, not our purpose but his purpose so once you once you dedicate yourself to his purpose for your life everything your past present future is all going to work out for your good
0: amen amen and i think for me like that i guess the pill to swallow is (laughs) um even his closed doors are because he loves you Mm -hmm. and that's one thing look at that it's like that don't make no sense (laughs) it's like but I'm hurting (laughs) over here like what you talking about like this is painful Mm -hmm. you know but um even yeah the closed doors it's because he Mm -hmm. loves you so you're Mm -hmm. so right you're so right Mm -hmm. um you know how do we stay in contact with you how do we you know you might be like yo where's her blog where is her (laughs) ministry her social media how do they stay in Mm -hmm. contact with you
1: so um, my blog, the website is deborahjheartofworship.com. <clears throat> and that's D-E-B-O-R-A-H, the letter J, and heartofworship.com. And um, you can find me on Facebook at Deborah Johnson. There's a lot of Deborah Johnsons on Facebook. Mm-hmm. But <laughs> <laughs> um, look for Deborah Johnson Heart of Worship in parentheses. Heart of Worship, one word, in parentheses. Or you can just um, go to facebook.com forward slash deborah.h.alawale that's O-L-A-W-A-L-E and it'll take you to my page and Instagram heart underscore of underscore worship and yeah that's how you can stay in contact with me
0: awesome and I will link all of that below so Debra I just want to say thank you thank you for encouraging us (laughs) (laughs) thank you for teaching us and making the word so applicable yeah Making it so apple and practical. Maybe that's a better word. Practical. Mm -hmm. So, yeah.
1: It was a pleasure. Thanks for having me.
0: It was fun. Um, All right, guys. You know the deal. This is it. I'm sorry I had to go. (laughs) But uh, I'll speak to you guys on the next episode. Thank you so much for listening to The Planter Podcast. If you are absolutely loving the content that The Planter is creating, well, go ahead and subscribe to The Planter on iTunes. For more updates and staying connected with me, you can also subscribe to The Planter at theplanter.com. So that's T-H-E-P-L-A-N-N-T-E-R.com. To become a part of our community, uh, you can find us on Facebook at The Planter Community to stay connected with like-minded individuals who are trying to grow just like you. And you can find The Planter on all social media handles at The Planter. So thank you so much for listening and I'll speak to you on the next episode.